One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning, folks. It was so nice to be at Carnegie Hall just a few hours ago for the U.S.-China Cultural Foundation Night of Cultural Splendor, where Mr. Katsimatidis with his family was honored tonight. And I'm going to get to all the major news in just a second. Israel, Mayor Adams, uh, Senator Kevin Parker, State uh, Senator Governor Hochul, uh, some strong words uh, following his rape allegation. We'll get to all of that and the breaking news uh, this morning out of Israel. But uh, what I find interesting, and I'm going to talk about this a bit more in the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, uh, Mr. Katsimatidis is trying to get China to loan panda bears to New York City, right? It's a move. If you if you only want to hear the ka-ching, the dineros part, it could bring millions of dollars to the Big Apple. I'll tell you about the event and what he's trying to do uh, as it relates to China, and it's also a, a way a way of uh, bringing New York the, or or the United States and China. Uh, together in a deal that he's dubbing Peace Through Panders. I'll tell you all about it coming up at 45 minutes past the hour. Okay, the big news story this morning, Israel and Hamas, and this is a good thing, this is a good thing, reach a deal for 50 hostages in exchange for a multi-day ceasefire with the war. Israel has approved a deal with Hamas. And uh, we all get it that Hamas cannot be trusted and that these people are animals. But but it's a deal where human life is going to be protected, we hope, and 50 hostages held by the terror group would be freed in exchange for the ceasefire in Gaza lasting for at least four days. That's one of the stories we're following this morning. Mayor Eric Adams of New York City is losing support among New York City residents with more than half disapproving of his performance and more than 70% stating they believe He did something illegal or unethical during his 2021 campaign and his dealings with Turkey. This is according to a Maris poll released Tuesday. And the plot thickens. The plot thickens here. Former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is apparently, emphasis on apparently, looking at a run for mayor should Adams not make it. Now, the reports are stating that Cuomo would not try to compete in a primary against Adams, but he is indicating, according to published reports, to allies that he may want to run for mayor if fellow Democrat Eric Adams sinks under the weight of this federal investigation. Of course, Cuomo resigned more than two years ago amid allegations of sexual harassment and claims his administration covered up the number of COVID deaths tied to nursing homes. And it appears that he is looking at the possibility of a run for mayor. And this is according to published reports, eight people who have talked to him or his inner circle. So what I want you to hear right now is Governor Hoku, in which she is talking about State Senator Kevin Parker and the rape allegations. She's calling them extremely disturbing. Uh, this involves the senator, and she is stopping short of calling for the embattled Brooklyn Democrat to step down. But 
Parker is facing rape charges from a woman who helped him coordinate relief efforts for Haiti nearly 20 years ago. The woman in the uh, lawsuit filed in Brooklyn Supreme Court late last week alleges that Parker grabbed her by the wrist and raped her at her at hit at her, one of their apartments. It says here uh, his apartment, but I thought it was actually her apartment. And uh, the woman claims that she was frozen in fear and unable to cry out. This is what Governor Hochul told the reporters. Well, I would tell you, I know that the uh, the leader of the Senate has said they're going to be taking appropriate action. Uh, as you know, I'm the one who extended the Adult Survivor Act uh, that created the environment for people to come forward with, uh, you know, horrific instances of assaults. Uh, from the past, and so uh, we'll let that play out right now. The, it's extremely disturbing, and as the information unfolds, uh, I may have a strong opinion on that. But right now, I just want to see what else is out there. What else is? Let's 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 let let's let this unfold a little bit. Listen to what the governor said carefully. Let's see how it plays out. I may have a strong opinion on that. In other words, she's one step away as the state's top Democrat from calling for Kevin Parker to resign. This is an ongoing story, and Parker's uh, spokesperson did not respond to a request for comment. Okay, back to uh, Israel, and let's go ahead and open up the phone lines right now. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. It's a good thing. Israel and Hamas have reached a deal for 50 hostages in exchange for a multi-day ceasefire, right? They have, Israel has approved the deal with Hamas, 50 hostages held by the terror group would, would be freed in exchange for a ceasefire in Gaza lasting at least four days. The agreement was overwhelmingly approved by the Israeli cabinet early Wednesday morning, local time, after more than six hours of debating, marking the first major diplomatic breakthrough since the start of the war. So about 240 hostages, 50 set to be uh, released, and the first group, Uh, expected to be women and children. So this is really, really good news considering how these animals in Hamas have killed innocent people and literally uh, laughed, laughed at this. So an an additional uh, plus, if you will, the pause in fighting will extend an extra day for every 10 additional hostages released by Hamas. So an extra an extra day of of uh no fighting if ten at least ten hostages, every ten hostages uh are released. Now US officials have said that they're hoping a three year old American girl whose parents were killed October seventh will be among the children I- I- included in the negotiation. Now, Israel also reportedly set to release some of its Palestinian prisoners, prisoners, uh, though the Israeli government did not reveal uh, such details in a statement announcing the deal. The Times of Israel, citing Hebrew media, is reporting about 150 Palestinian women and minors would be released from prison and allowed to return to their homes that are mostly in the West Bank and East Jerusalem. Israel also agreed to allow more fuel into Gaza and a significant amount of humanitarian aid, the Times of Israel is reporting. So, your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-WABC. Nine two two two. Let's start with your telephone call, Susan in New York City. Good morning. I'll get to Mayor Adams in a moment. That 
poll for Marist uh, College. Good morning to you, Susan. What's on your mind? Hi. Hi, good morning. Um, uh, hi, you said um, it's a good thing. I just want to say it's a good thing within the context of a horrible thing, of a barbaric thing, and we have to always remember that. And I have fears that the ceasefire will give Hamas some breathing room. This has always been the issue. If we have a ceasefire, will Hamas be able to do certain things, put them in a slightly better position? Um, I That's my fear. Obviously, I, I want these sausages. I've been praying every night, every day, every morning for the hostages. But um, we really have to watch and see what Hamas does when they have this breathing room. That's my concern. So that's all I wanted to say tonight. Well, well Susan, uh, thank you for your concern. Uh, but we're looking at a real-time situation. Uh, and, and what yeah. would you like to see happen in terms of, I mean, uh, Israel has to try to get the hostages back. What would you like yes. to see in, a, in, in an ideal situation? Well, an ideal situation would be that Hamas does not use this time to rearm, to strengthen themselves, to try to uh, make up from some of their losses. Well, you know and, that's going to uh, happen. That, that, that's a given. That's a given. Well, uh, I also would like them. They, they have said that there are quite a few hostages where they do not know where these people are because they, they were not taken by specifically Hamas terrorists. They were taken simply by horrific, you know, uh, Palestinian on the street, Gazan terrorists, if you will. And uh, so I want them to make every effort to try to find those people, the people who supposedly are not are no longer um, on the list, so to speak, of the uh, Hamas registry of uh, abductees. So I would also like Israel oppress them on those people, um, I don't know if people are aware that there's like this other contingent of hostages that have sort of fallen through the cracks. And, that and I'm, been, that and I'm sure they, I'm sure they are, Susan. But you have to start somewhere. Thank you so much yeah. for your call this morning. Let's go okay. from New York City to New Jersey. Let's say good morning to Michael. Michael, what's on your mind? Let me get this straight. The rattlesnake is saying that they're going to behave themselves now, and they'll be good. Does anybody believe a rattlesnake? They're crazy if they accept this. They're going to do it again. Okay, well, wait, wait one second, Michael. So, so you said the rattlesnake, and perhaps you're right. But what, what alternatives do Israel have when they're trying to get people back alive? Try to find them. Most of them will be killed. But this way you put an end to it. You don't allow this to ever happen again. And by them showing weakness, it definitely will. It'll happen again and whoa, again. Whoa, 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 whoa. Weakness. You see this as a move of weakness? Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. I, I don't see that at all. I don't see that. I, I see Israel trying to protect human life. That's what I see. When you're dealing with a rattlesnake... You can't say worry about human life in the past. You worry about the massive human life in the future. This is going to happen again. Once they juggle the, the, the carrot in front of Israel, the, the people that were taken hostage, now they know every time we'll do it, we'll take hostages. And then they'll, they'll right away say, okay, we'll, you know, forgive and forget. Well, they knew that. They knew that going in. That's why they took the hostages, Michael. Right. Well, they're going to do it again. Here's the deal. You try to save as many hostages as you can, but the main thing is you kill the rattlesnake. That is number one, number two, number three, okay. all the way up to 100 priorities. You've got to make sure this doesn't happen again. But Michael, th- th- this is not John Wayne in a movie. No, okay? but it's reality. You cannot... You, okay, you, Michael, 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 you know like I know, these animals that are part of Hamas, the moment they see Israeli soldiers coming towards them... They're going to kill innocent people. So, right. th- so this is right. a move You're by right. Israel to protect human life. Do you know what the United States did in World War II when they dropped the atomic bomb on Hiroshima? Did you know there was a prisoner of war camp in Hiroshima? They, they blew it up. They killed Americans. They had to because you look at the overall big picture. The big picture is they're going to do it again. You lose another thousand people or whatever. You've you got to stop it now. Yeah, you're going to have to sacrifice some of the hostages. I know it sounds cruel, it sounds terrible, but you've got to say we're going to put an end to it once and for all. Otherwise, forget it. This is going to go on and on and on, and Michael, they're going to keep 
Michael, there, there, there's a time and a place for for, and I I, I respect what you're saying, but and I call it when it as as it relates to you, I call it your John Wayne approach. That's your approach, you know. Come in, guns blazing. You know, some, some, no, 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 no. Even in okay, so what's wrong with a deal with the devil? And as soon as you get the people back. You bomb the hell out of the devil and put it into Hamas once right. you get the people back. Because you know why? They'll say they gave the word or say, oh, you gave your word. And once you got the hostages back, you killed. Right. That would be the perfect thing. But the question is, let's be honest about it. Is Israel going to do that? No, they'll keep their word. They're goody two shoes. That's something that I would do. I would tell them whatever they want to hear. I'll give you them. I'll give you my country. Just give me back the hostages. Once I get the hostages back, I incinerate the whole business. I kill them all. Okay. okay? But they're not going to do that. Let's be honest. Is Israel going to do that? Well, Michael, th- thank you. Israel? Thank you for the call. Thank you for the call, Michael. You know, folks, uh, th- there's a time and a place for it, for everything. And you have to respect Israel's uh, uh, push effort to get back hostages alive, women, children, men. Let's see how this, let's see how this, how this plays out. If you're Israel, you get back as many hostages as you can, and then you let it rain with the bombs. Once you get the hostages, Let's go to Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil. What's on your mind? Dominic, I'm a military guy. I was in this long time, and I'm going to tell you something straight up. That caller, Michael, is right on the damn money. Absolutely correct. 101% correct, in my opinion, because you're dealing with an enemy. You're not dealing with a halfway civilized enemy. You're dealing with people who are more treacherous than anything imaginable. Sure. They, they get the hostages back to Israel. Israel stops bombing the hell out of them for two or three days. They regroup. They restock their weaponry, and they do it again. It's recidivist. They'll do it again and again and again. Dominic, I'm not saying to let the sacrifice of the hostages be, be had, but at the same time, you've got to understand you're dealing with an enemy that has not been seen before in history. There are very few wars where you've had an enemy as, as, as sick in the mind, crippled emotionally, humanly, as Hamas and their group is. do is what Michael said. Look, Winston Churchill allowed 3,200 people in Coventry to be blown out of kingdom come because he didn't want anything to be known about their spy network in Germany. There was a, there was a traitor there. The point is, casualties of war. Okay, I'm not saying... Let the hostages be killed. Let yes, them you are. Yes, you are. That's what you're saying. No, exactly. No, 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 no. What Israel should do is put their foot down and say, no, you're not going to get a day. You're going to get four hours. Okay? You okay. can't maneuver an army in four Phil, hours. Phil, Phil, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 Phil, I, I respect what you're saying as, as well. But are you listening to yourself? Yes. There, there are two yeah. entities at war here. And you put four hours on the table. What makes you think that Hamas is going to accept that? What are they, what are they going to do in, those, in that one or two days, Dominic? You tell me. Take a guess. Take a wild guess. What are you going to do? I, I understand and I can appreciate what you're saying, what Michael is saying in terms of them restocking but what what the point i'm trying to get across is that you know this is not a john wayne hollywood movie we're talking about and what you this isn't isn't a john wayne movie and i'm not invoking such an image an image of that okay it's wrong okay but 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 war is war dominic they went in and killed 1200 israelis why hey i didn't say stop i didn't say stop I said you play the game temporarily and then let it rain. What's wrong with that approach? Because, like Michael said, Israel will be seen as a, as a crime. They'll be seen as the lowest thing crawling. Oh, 
they they negotiated the hostages and then they killed five thousand five thousand uh, Palestinians. I know the story. That's the oldest trick in the book, Dominic. It's wrong. It's a big mistake, and Israel should wake the hell up. Okay, Phil. Thank you. And the uh, Bronx. I I guess uh, if I were a hostage, I I I I guess I I I'm, I would be thankful that the last two callers are not trying to negotiate my release. Uh, I mean, Israel has to get rid of, has to eliminate Hamas. But there's more than one way to get this done. There's more than one way. A number of you said initially, Israel, go in immediately. Go, Netanyahu, go in, go in, go in. I said, wait, pause. Let's see what Israel has up its sleeves, right? And so, relatively speaking, right, after all those innocent Israeli citizens were killed October uh, 7th, Israel seems to have a good and firm grip of this situation, and they're doing what needs to be done, which is eliminate, eradicate uh, Hamas. Let's uh let's uh let's go to our friend Gracie who's in California this morning. Good morning, Gracie. What's on your mind? Hi, listen, I think I'm 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 with uh, the last two gentlemen. Uh, but the thing I want to say is why does Israel have to send uh a subsidy, the electricity, the food, the this, that? Why don't the other Arab nations help their uh, compadres? This is ridiculous. This is this isn't a game. This is war. I don't think it's necessary. But uh, look, all right, we'll stop. We give us uh, what do they say? Fifty and for 50. four days. Yes. Good. Then we'll do another four days, fifty, till we get them all. Then bomb the hell out of them because is because they want to destroy Israel, and they're gonna just what the other two gentlemen said. Uh, they're, they're regrouping, and you can't give them a chance to regroup. Israel isn't that big a country. And I know I sound kind of heartless, but this isn't a video game. It's terrible there, the poor people, what they're going through. So, Gracie. I know. Uh, if 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 you were one of these hostages being held. I know. I would, know. Would, would, would you want exactly what you just advocated for, where you know I, that the moment that Hamas sees the uh, the bombing continuing, they're going to slit your throat or blow yeah. your brains out? Would you okay. want to be one of the hostages in this situation? Of, of, of course not. But for the greater good, I hope I would be strong enough, even if my child was there. And I mean that sincerely. I, I mean that sincerely because uh, it, it's never going to end because it'll be there. They'll be killed today and tomorrow it'll be another group of people. Israel cannot exist like this. It's been going on for so long and, and it's absolutely uh, ridiculous. And the people who, who blame Israel and, and, and keep talking that it's occupied land. It was Israel's land. It was given to them. And, and Israel gave it back to, to make some kind of a peace accord. I mean, it's so confusing. If you keep going back, I know we, I know we don't want to do history. But, oh, my God, unbelievable with the mandate, with the, uh, the English, and then the, they got the peace, and right away there was a war in 48. I mean, a, a, a country can't go on like this. It's really very sad. Well, it I, is. I, and, you, Gracie, thank you, as always, for your call. It, it, we do agree. Thanksgiving. Same to you, Gracie, and your family. We do agree that it's sad. We do agree that it can't go on any longer like this. Hamas has to go. And I'm stating that as nicely as I can. When I say go, I mean every member must be taken off the earth. And I mean every member of Hamas. Israel cannot continue to operate under this scenario where where Israel's playing and doing things in, a, in an appropriate way 
and Israel is uh, attacked on a number of fronts on, on a Jewish holiday and did not see this coming. But I think that Israel made the right move here. Israel's under a lot of world pressure. And by showing that you're trying to get the hostages back, it is the humane thing to do. And once you get the hostages, and if you feel that there's no more possibility of getting any more hostages alive, I mean what I said. You let it rain at that point with the bombs. And there's no more talking, and everything is blown up. Hamas is gone. Poof. No more to exist. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are taking your telephone calls. I am going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have more of your calls. Stay with us. WABC. Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Israel and Hamas reach a deal for 50 hostages to be released in exchange for a four-day ceasefire with the war. We're going back to your calls on that in just one second. But an update on another story we're following this morning, a survey has been released from Marist College showing New York City Mayor Eric Adams is losing support. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Among New York City residents with more than half disapproving of his performance and more than 70% stating they believe he did something illegal or unethical during his 2021 campaign and his dealings with Turkey. The mayor says he did nothing wrong as well as the voice you're going to hear after the mayor. And she is the chief counsel at City Hall. Her name is Lisa Zornberg. She also says that the mayor has done nothing wrong. Uh, Our campaign follows the rules. And that's something I always tell them. Follow the rules. Follow the rules. Follow follow the rules. And I'm going to continue uh, to say that. And that's what our... Of the preliminary review from our compliance team. I have a compliance attorney that looks over these records and he has done an amazing job and he's going to continue uh, to do so. And uh, he will continue to review uh, the records, but that's what we saw. And um, anything dealing with particularly uh, the potential employee, uh, I will turn it over to our counsel. Yeah, so as I previously said, we're not going to do anything that impedes on uh, SDNY's investigation. Uh, I said last week I can guarantee that they don't want uh, a pending investigation playing out in the press. I know that from personal experience. Um, Look, here at City Hall, we've done everything by the book. We're not conducting the investigation. We're cooperating with it. Uh, And so uh, we're not going to comment in response to the question that you asked. The poll numbers are the worst yet for Adams, a Democrat nearing the halfway point of his first term. Neither Adams nor his campaign has been accused of wrongdoing, but the investigation has intensified scrutiny of his inner circle and campaign practices with questions about the investigation dominating his weekly press conferences. And amid all of this, a voice from the past, if you will. Former Governor Andrew Cuomo is apparently considering a run for New York City mayor amid Adams' woes. Cuomo, according to published reports, wouldn't try to compete in a primary against Adams, but has been plotting a comeback, and it might end up with a run for New York City mayor if Adams sinks under the weight of a federal investigation. We are taking your telephone calls on Israel, this deal, on Adams, on State Senator Kevin Parker accused of rape. 
And uh, during the uh, Chronicles of Dominic Carter, I'll tell you about what it was like at uh, Carnegie Hall tonight for the U.S.-China Cultural Foundation, a night of cultural splendor where Mr. Katsimatidis with his family was honored, and he's trying to get the pandas from China to New York. Ka-ching, a lot of money for tourism. We'll talk about that at 45 minutes past the hour. We are taking your telephone calls. Let's go to Ascar in the Bronx. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. Good morning. I think what the, the state of Israel right now is doing is excellent. They're trying to um, get as much houses as possible. They're trying to use um, diplomatic diplomacy. Okay, at the almost level, I'm pretty sure they have advisors from the United States there. Well, they got to also push it for a non-aggression act towards the state of Israel from these Hamas. I think Hamas is trying to stay on, on board there in, in, the, in Gaza. I think not all of Hamas is bad. I think um, they have made a mistake by doing that. See, see you, you, had okay. me, you had me until you said not all of Hamas is bad. Okay, because they were training people to do jobs. They had skills. They were, they were doing okay. trade school. That, they were but, teaching uh, people. Uh, okay, uh-huh. hey, Ascar. It's a governmental th- structure, th- sir. Thank it's you, Ascar. Thank you for the call. You had me until you said not all of Hamas is bad. The way that Hamas members were spitting on dead people, raping women, what happened to children, they're all bad and they have to go. That is not negotiable. Whether it's four days from now, a week from now, tomorrow, Hamas has to go. And Israel is doing the right thing, pausing. I know most of you don't like that, but pausing in a diplomatic way to get these hostages back alive. Let's go to Robert in Brooklyn. Good morning, Robert. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Um, I have to agree with Michael and Phil and Grace on this uh, situation here. Um, Now, first of all, ask her, who's just talking about it? Maybe he got a twisted interpretation of there were apparently some of these uh, people from Gaza got work permits to get into Israel, and they totally abused it because they basically scouted out the area, and then they used it to uh, get the vulnerabilities and to attack Israel. And they were so sent packing. But, but go ahead, Robert. They, what's your point? They should, well, my, uh, look, well, you know, you know, it's unheard of. In any war, you know, the United States, for example, when we fought uh, the Nazis in the Imperial Japan, it was unheard of this idea that you would have a, uh, a ceasefire, a pause like this, through exchanging. Um, the thing is, you can't negotiate with terrorists. That's like a cardinal rule. You cannot negotiate with terrorists. Otherwise, it encourages terrorists to do the same thing. If they know that you can kidnap people and then you basically that will allow you to control the other side, it will encourage them to commit that same horrific tactic again. You cannot let them get away with doing that to you. Okay, so wait, Robert, 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 I want to ask you the same question I put to the others. I understand the strong stance that you're taking, and but I am going to say this. It's easy for us to state these things from the comfort of our homes. We're not on the front line in Israel. And my question to you, Robert, is would you still have the same reaction if it was your mother, your sister, your daughter as one of the hostages? I don't know. If it was me, if it was me, I don't know about my family, that's hard, but if it was me, I would hope that Israel would just take them out and carpet bomb, including me, take me out of my misery because I don't know what type of torture I'm going to be subjected to. I mean, but I mean, you can't keep doing this. Israel's been in a state of emergency since 1948. Israel's been in a state of emergency since 1948. There's no peace. Unfortunately, what I'm afraid this means is that the United States is pressing Israel to stop to stop the, to stop the war. And this Robert. is practically Israel saying that hey, we're Robert, stop the Robert, war. Robert, 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 uh, of course, Robert, of course, that's what's going on. It's called diplomacy. Of course, the U.S. is involved to a certain degree in this. That's a given. That That's a given. And then the question mm-hmm. becomes, if you're Netanyahu, what do you do? Do you ignore the U.S. who you're going to need? 
Do, do you adhere to what they're asking of you? I don't have a problem with this as long as once Netanyahu and his generals feel that the possibility of uh, obtaining hostages are is over, that the bombs rain on, on, in Gaza on, on, on Hamas. And unfortunately, any innocent people that are there, I'm sorry, but they're casualties of war. Period. End of and story. One other thing is, one other thing is, I think I read today in the IDF put out that Israel, I think, lost already in the war 390 soldiers. These are civilian soldiers, most of these people. So in addition to the 1,400 people, they lost another almost 400. Israel's a small country. And it's just, it's the United States, in a way, what they're doing to Israel Overall, is worse than what Hamas done because this has been going on since 1948. In 1967, when Israel was going to take over all this area, the United States always put pressure on Israel. They pulled them back. Every time United, Israel wants to go in to finish the job, the United States always pulls them back. The military-industrial complex, they get to make all this money selling to all the sides, and you have a lot of people in the State Department, historically, who are anti-Semitic. I got you. I thank you for the call, Robert. But they're not pulling them back uh, permanently. This is a four-day reprieve, if you will. Let's go to Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jacqueline. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Um, with regard to the, the mayor of New York City uh, and the poll numbers that you read, I'm going to make a prediction. Um, I think somehow he's going to be reelected, and I think a lot of your listening audience and your callers probably would agree with me. And I'd like to know what you think. As of right now, I do not see Eric Adams winning reelection period. And I'm very good at, at making predictions that, that are completely accurate as of right now, Jacqueline, as of right now, there is no way in hell that he wins reelection. He's going to run for reelection, but as of right now, right now, it, now there are a couple of things to consider. If if the Republicans can get someone Giuliani-like, uh, someone like that, it can't be somebody that just appeals to Republican voters. It has to be somebody that can go into, into urban areas. And Giuliani, when he campaigned, he campaigned citywide. He ran on a fusion ticket with Herman Badillo and, um, and Ray Harding uh, was behind it of the uh, liberal party, uh, they're, they're deceased now, except Giuliani. You, you've got the, if, if it comes down to, if it comes down to right now, right now, Eric Adams is done right now, right now. But we'll, we'll see Jacqueline, you know, you know, he, we don't agree with everything that you said. However, I think you have a lot more faith in the voting process in New York City than I do. And what does that mean? That means I don't trust the voting process. I think if the powers that be want him to remain in office, oh, yeah, that's I, what's going to happen. I, Jacqueline, I don't do the conspiracy things. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not the one for that. I, I mean, you have plenty of hosts that will engage for you, engage with you for an hour on conspiracy theories about voting. I'm not one, you know... Uh, I understand that sometimes things happen on election day, but I I think uh, I think overall overall that we have a, a decent system voting system in particular. I'm not talking about on the national level now as it relates to New York City. I know that my colleague Frank Morano, uh, who's coming up in about 17 minutes, is a big fan of uh, ranked choice voting. I am not. I think it's the worst thing that's ever happened to New York City. And I think uh, in, any, in, in many other cities, Frank is going to kill me for saying this. And I think that we need to go back to the system that we had. But, but, but we'll, we'll see. So, so you're telling me that you think the powers that be are going to make sure that Adams doesn't lose. Well, I hope that you're right and I'm wrong. I'm going to put it that way. Okay. All right. That, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. And uh, thank you. Hey, Jacqueline, before I let you go, did you follow up on your uh, your situation with your garbage can? Or? No, but you know what? This happened a number of years ago, and I made a note to myself, and I said, I have absolutely nothing to lose. I am going to do exactly what you suggested. So 
So when I do, I will certainly let you know what happens. Please. I'd, I'd really like to know exactly what happened. Thank and you. And I appreciate your suggestion. And thank you. Thank you for the uh, call, Jacqueline. You know, ha- and, and happy Thanksgiving. I'm sorry you got cut off there. Happy Thanksgiving thank you. to you and your family. I am a firm believer, folks. This is the way that I live my my life. So, so for example, just to give you a small example. So, the first time I applied to uh, graduate school at Syracuse University, it took me three times to get in. And I had a letter of recommendation from the, um, the president of the college undergraduate. I had a solid 3.2 grade point average. And Newhouse said, uh, the Newhouse School of Journalism up at Syracuse University, they said, we're sorry, you're not the best of the best of the best. And I didn't see any kid in the program that looked like me. There were no black kids, but I was not going to hide behind race. I wanted to do this on the merit. And so the reason I said to Jacqueline the other night, I wouldn't start at the bottom. I'd start at the top. And I paraded myself as a graduate student over to the president's office of Syracuse University. Don't ask me what I was going to do once I got there, because once I got there, um, his secretary said he was not there, and I walked right past the gate. And don't ask me what I was doing. I, I was lucky that campus security didn't come immediately and cart me away. But um, ultimately, I was permitted into Syracuse University, and that, that's just the way I live my life. I, I go to the top whenever, whenever there's a problem, and if necessary, with, with legal counsel. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Time for a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. I'll tell you about what it was like tonight at Carnegie Hall as uh, Mr. Katsimatidis received an award. We'll have that and more in all of your telephone calls. We see them from Brooklyn to Mayo Pack to Queens and many more. We'll be right back. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. So earlier tonight, I was uh, fortunate to be part of the group from WABC that was at Carnegie Hall for the U.S.-China Cultural Foundation Night of Cultural Splendor where Mr. Katsimatidis with his family, his uh, his wife, uh, Mrs. Katsimatidis, Marco Katsimatidis, his daughter, Andrea, they were on stage with him. His son uh, was not there, but normally his son is there. And it was interesting because I have not been to Carnegie Hall for many, many years, and I forgot how beautiful it is on the inside. And so during his remarks, when he was one of about five people, Mr. Katsimatidis, that received an award, he talked about how he's trying to get China to loan panda bears to New York City. And think about this for a second, folks. You may say to yourself, well, Dominic, why, why is this important? It's very important because New York used to be the best of the best of the best. We used to be first at everything. Now it seems like we're last at everything. How is it that the pandas end up, I think it was Washington. How do they end up in Washington, the pandas, and not New York? It, it, it defies logic. And so when I first saw this story this morning, I thought about it for a second, right? And so Mr. Katsimatidi's point is that if you bring the pandas They are a draw for children and for tourists, and it would bring millions of dollars to the city of New York. And he also feels that it would it would play into a desire to have peace in the world between the United States and China. Right a deal that he dubs peace through pandas. And so I just think that, it, you know, we have the Statue of Liberty. I really think, as Mr. Katsimatidis argued, that the pandas would be right up there with the Statue of Liberty, and the pandas were whisked away. They were FedExed right back to uh, China. And to Mr. Katsimatidis' point, he says that he'll FedEx them right back here. I just think it's a wonderful thing, and I think it's something 
that the city of New York should seriously look at. And I have a funny feeling that Mr. Casamitidis is going to get this deal done uh, in terms of bringing the pandas to, I believe, the Central Park Zoo. So I'm going back to the uh, telephone calls in just one second. Matt Blaze, I want to uh, inform you of something. And maybe you know of this, but but you you happen to be white. I'm black. So maybe you don't know. So today I go to get a haircut, right? And I'm in Rockland County, and I'm, I'm getting the, uh, the haircut, right? And in the process of getting the haircut, right, I'm sitting there. I want to close my eyes. Like, like whenever I go places, people want to talk politics. And I'm going to be honest. And my attitude is that the last thing I want to do right now is talk politics. I just want to be quiet. When I get into a cab, Dominic, what do you think about this, 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 this? This is what I think. Let me take a five-minute nap. Let me just have some peace. So anyway, Matt, the guy starts spraying something in my hair, right? And when the brothers get a haircut, normally it used to be like an Afro sheen or something like that. Right, right? make it shiny. Right, make it shiny. There right. you go. There you go. There, there you go. There you go. But then I look. The guy gave me the mirror. And I had hair in places that haven't had hair in years, right? Right. And then he showed me the can. And did you know that you can get, for men, spray-on hair? Yeah, they've had that for a long time. So why didn't you tell me about it? (laughs) Well, it looks horrible. I mean, you can tell. Are you telling me it looks horrible? (laughs) You got it on, Dominic? (laughs) See, but it's like, it's not, it's not like to come like to my hairline coming all the way down my forehead. It's, it's just a little bit on the side. And I was just mesmerized by this today when this guy did this. Yeah, they have, I mean, it's come a long way from the old days, but they have, they have, do you believe that guys, They'll tattoo hair, like, so it makes it look like, you know when someone shaves their head and you can see the little dots? Right. They, people get that tattooed on their head. So it looks like they just got a real short haircut. So they're bald, but they have what looks like a shaved head. Because, see, they, they've said before they can do the weave, and, and I'm like, no, because people will laugh on me, right. laugh at me. They'll say, yesterday you didn't have hair, today you have hair. I, I, I didn't, so is this a I, slow process you're going to do? You're going to you're gonna start getting a little bit more and a little bit more, no, but, and then six it, months from now you're going to have afro? <laughs> is that what's going to happen? It goes away. It goes away in, in two days, so... I mean, and the well, guy told well, me don't shower for two well, hours. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's raining outside right now, Don. If you're right. stuck in the rain, are you going to be is, is going to see something? Wow. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm joined now by – we're going to go right back to your telephone calls in just one second. I'm joined by Frank Morano. Why didn't you tell me, Frank, that I can be like Shaft in terms of hair – Honestly, I thought that you were at the point in your life where <laughs> haircuts were only in the past tense. I didn't realize that haircuts were still a part of your yeah, the brothers, methodology. The brothers have to get them because we have to have a line. We have to be lined up, right? And don't look at me like that. Hey, and, no, I've got, we, I've we got the same have, hair, man. Right? We have, to, <laughs> we have to have the mustaches done and, you know. I, um, uh, you know, there are three close friends that I have that uh, that swear by this. One is Joe Piscopo. It's called Topics, at least the brand name that he uses. Uh, it's Topics, and he loves it's going. It's the same thing. Yeah, no, no, it's he swears by it. Thing. He loves it. And that's wow. one of the main reasons that Piscopo loves, and he starts so, openly. I'm so pissed off at you guys. So all of you guys knew about this stuff that I can spray on my head and have hair, so, and nobody. It's called topics, but right. for the brothers, so Joe, it's called. Uh, wait, I'm gonna tell you the exact name for the brothers. Uh, wait, wait, give me one second here, and then you can tell me your story about Piscopo. For the brothers, it's called Deepest Brown. But you already knew the name of this stuff. Well, so Joe goes on Fox just so he could have the makeup artist put the topics in his hair, <laughs> and he's set for the day. My, my friend Joe Borelli, now he goes with the kind of shaved head look, but he's the minority leader of the city council. He was another guy when he had more hair, was hooked on topics. John Tobacco, same thing. They all love their topics, these guys. So why didn't you tell I, me? You know, I didn't think, I thought you were comfortable with sort of the chrome dome look. Uh, I thought it was your, I don't know. See, see, folks, folks, people say that, that like we all don't get along. Look, look at this, right? The white guys know about this. That's right. But the black, the brother Sorry. didn't know anything about it. Sorry. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs>
let's let Frank. Let's take one or two calls sure. together, and then uh, and then uh, then you can tell me what you have coming up. Let's go to Lisa in Brooklyn. Good morning, Lisa. You're talking to Dominic Hi, Carter Dominic, and Frank Morano. I'm good. Good. I hope you're well. Good. I hope you and your family have a happy and healthy Thanksgiving, and the same to Frank. Uh, I just wanted Thanks. to say I understand what these people are saying, but have some empathy. Their family are not held hostages. The Correct. pain and emptiness these people feel every day. Is it a shitty deal? Yes, but it's their family. Even if it's one child coming out alive, it's worth it. They, I mean, it's their family. These people are held hostage, then blow them up. Like, you, you know, do what you have to after. It would be great if our president said release all 240 of them. But that's not the case. But hey, Lisa, as long as Lisa, they, I want yeah. you to stay with me live. I'm going to bring in okay. Rob and Mayo Pack. Thank and, you. And it says here, stay with me, Lisa. It, Rob okay, says here you don't negotiate. Does. Okay, he says here you don't negotiate with terrorists. Is that correct, Rob? That's correct, Dominic. Okay, How so, you doing? Good, good. So, Rob, you're talking to Lisa right now. Make your case to her. And we only have three minutes left in the show. Go right ahead. Yeah. First of all. Um, the Israelis, they understand. All right, yeah, it was. It's tough, but um, they understand that um, when the hostages were taken, that the majority of them are probably are dead already. Okay, okay. okay. So, Lisa, Lisa, not, Lisa, how do you respond to that? But if it's your son and daughter, wouldn't you want to do anything in the world to protect them and bring them home? And another thing, if the war comes to this country, are you going to fight for our country? The way you're saying to leave the hostages? They might as well. I'm afraid I was a Marine. Once a Marine, always a Marine. But But you you never negotiate with terrorists. I appreciate your service. I do. But the point is, how many people who are saying leave them there will even fight if there was a war on this country? We have to bring these people home, and then we will do what we have to to destroy them. Uh, Agreed. I I understand that, but... Have empathy for these people. But there's a lot of them that are probably more, more than half of them are probably dead already. Okay, wait, Lisa, I hear Unfortunately, Lisa, I hear you, and Rob, I hear you. It's just that I'm out of time. Frank, what do you have coming up this morning? Well, we're going to be uh, following up on this in about a half hour. We're going to be joined by uh, Trita Parsi, who is uh, with the Quincy Institute for Responsible Statecraft. We're going to talk about not only the hostage deal, but what the implications are for our relationship with Iran. And today is the 60th anniversary of the assassination of John F. Kennedy. So in the 2 o'clock hour, we have someone who believes that Oswald acted alone and someone who believes that it was the result of a conspiracy. And we're going to have a a civil discussion, a bit of a debate, where both of them make their case as to why they think what they think and let the listeners decide. Well, just don't keep me up too late tonight, Frank. No promises. No promises. <laughs> I'm always listening to your show. Frank Morano, The Other Side of Midnight. That's coming up right now, folks. Stay with us here at Talk Radio 77 WABC for the very latest on Israel and Hamas. I'll see you in 23. Oh, no, I'll be in for Bill O'Reilly tonight at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock, 9 p.m. I'll see you then, folks. Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.